0: We're not smart. I always need to make that face. Hey, uh, do you know I got a COVID test uh, yesterday? Did you? In order to do uh, a, a, an event? No. Uh, so basically we're traveling to Maine and they require, the people where we're staying, they require a, a negative test. Mm, and Crazy. Uh, and uh, man, it's like being abducted by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they shove this that thing so deep in your nose that they tickle the back of your brain yeah that's exactly what it feels like like you're, you' you uh, they stick the thing in and uh it's like it it, it goes on one second too long <gasps> <laughs> I know that feeling yes, it's like this uh, could end could end no now comes the fun part. <laughs> I'm laughing in nervousness. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Gah! It's not so bad. I don't want to scare anyone from getting a COVID test. It's, it it uh, feels like, you know, when you've sneezed like 15 times in a row and you have that like like drunk nasal cavity feel like you're like, oh, my God, man, I've sneezed eight times, man. Products. So if you're stumbling upon this podcast, we're mostly photography, uh, Two old high school grammar school. Is it grammar school or elementary school?
1: Uh, depending on what part of the yeah, country Right.
0: <laughs> grammar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we went to grammar school, but other other states would call it elementary yeah, school. Yeah, so grammar school.
0: That's so funny where you learn grammar. <laughs> yes. And we know none of that stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. We're the worst speakers ever. It, yo, our grammar would be good. Yo, yo, if you tuned in to hear good English on here. <laughs> yo, stupid. Forget about it. It's so stupid. You, speaking of English, I don't know if you remember in high school that they used to teach uh, with these... Um, kind of like a graph of how to write like where it's the noun like Mrs. Johnson and then it's a weird triangle you put the verb you you had to graph out sentences do you remember doing no. that no no yeah was, i didn't do a lot of homework though in <laughs> high school though so yeah i heard there was something that's a different story i heard there was something about graphs
1: <laughs> stupid <laughs> i like i was like what's the minimum i need to do to pass your class oh sir? my gosh that's what I'm going to do. And you know what really pissed people off is that I was so smart
0: that I was so lazy. Yeah. Like it just aggravated the crap out of people. You know what was funny about our high school? I don't want to diss our high school, but uh, our high school was pretty easy to pass, you know. And I didn't know how dumb I was until I got to, I got to college. Like in, in Hoboken High, I was like top, 10 per, top 20% in my class. And then I got to college, and I, I didn't know how to study. I was like... To, your professors were like, oh, you, you came from Hoboken High, right? I could tell. It's okay. It's okay. We'll put training wheels on your, on your courses. Forget science. You're going to be a photographer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, because we are a photography channel, we're going to talk... On today's episode, we're going to dedicate it all to one subject. We're going to talk a little bit about cameras first, but today's episode is about bokeh. Okay. <laughs> but first, you're gonna give us a little camera news that excited you a little bit. All
1: right. So uh, coming from the Nikon world, I moved over to Sony, and then I've adopted Fuji as my little, you know, step baby, the redheaded one still. <laughs> and uh, so when Nikon uh, rumors came out with this an- amazing little tidbit, I was like, really? Are they gonna make me yeah. go back? No, they probably won't because the lenses are so expensive. But anyway, there's a rumor out there on the Nikon. Uh, z or Z from canada five um it's supposed to be better than the z6 even though it has a lower number so and this is a, one rare case where five is better than six uh, they're talking about having a 24 megapixel body dual sd cards which i was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it has ibis uh it, well they're rumored to have ibis uh the same electronic viewfinder you find in the v, in the z6 which is really nice. Really, like really. Yeah, their viewfinders yeah. Are, are like no joke. Um, yeah, beautiful. Supposed to be coming out with a brand new battery type, which is like you know the same number that they normally have with a C at the end. So I think it's like the LE fifteen C, something like that. Uh, Was
0: that a complaint? Was that a complaint of the Z seven and stuff that on they on the have? mirrorless? Ba- on the mirrorless bodies, the new batteries uh, could do better. They're not horrific.
1: But they okay. but they could do better but you know that same battery type on the DA50 was pretty
0: solid cuz i guess the DA50 was a more efficient DSLR i guess yeah the, yeah mirrorless needs a lot of power for its uh you know like the LED the LED it's got lights coming out of it it's a yeah <laughs> night rider so the LCD and the EVF take a lot of juice so and of course because these are all rumors they're
1: they're they're saying that it may not have a slow motion option which i think is kind of weird um, yeah. I mean, not everyone uses slow motion, but it's always that you know, y- y- you should just throw it in there anyway. So we'll see how that one finally pans out when it actually is announced. Also, it's supposed to be full frame and it's going up against, uh, it's being built to go up against cameras like the uh, EOS
0: R6, which I didn't know anything yeah. about either. So and, and mm, the R6, the R6 to me looks like the sleeper camera of 2020. I don't know. I don't know if you want to be the top anything in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> you want to <laughs> forget that year? That wasn't even in that year. <laughs> the Canon R6 to me looks like a. Per, it almost could be the perfect camera. I don't. I, I. I would say the only thing that they seem, you know, because Canon likes to cripple one thing is the the megapixel count is annoyingly 20. Right. You know, 20, which is enough megapixels. Don't get me wrong, but if you're coming from the 5D Mark IV, which is 30 megapixels. You, you've had cameras that are 36, which is a nice crisp number right, when you're shooting, right. you know shooting uh, things that you want detail. So 20, uh, that, that, that again is kind of like a little bit of a deal breaker for some people. I'm sorry. Um, if, if
1: you're rocking a full frame body or even a crop sensor, I don't care. At 2020, even though it's a bad year, you got to be throwing out the minimum 24,
0: I think so. I mean, I, especially if you're a stickler for details and leaves and, you know, uh, you want to make big prints, I, you know. Big prints. And it, How many times do, do you take a picture and crop it? Oh, it's so much. So I just posted pr- that on on Instagram Man. because I was so... I'm like so amazed by my 5D Mark IV. You know, I've fallen in love with my 5D Mark IV again. It's a beautiful camera. Like, Why wouldn't you? I, I, I've used it on my last two distant jobs mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I just... It, it's indescribable the quality of um, sensor to megapixel to the lens bokeh, which we'll talk about today, all equal a look I like that I can't explain because Sony is better all computery and technical. It can grab focus. It's sharper. It has good. It has beautiful bokeh. But altogether, they don't equal. You just you know answered your own
1: question, your own point. But here's 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 the reason why you feel that way. One. Every time you use your old, you know, uh, Mark D Mark IV, you're having a I'm going home uh, yes. moment because yes. that's that's where you came from and that's your first love,
0: right? I feel that I feel that you have that too though. I feel like Sony you you like your Sony, but you don't have your Nikon love. For Sony, no, I right? no, or? yeah, yeah, that's the whole
1: thing. You're right. I, I think I was one of those people that was ex- perfectly happy with that Nikon green skin color. You know, it was me. It was home. You know, <laughs> you learned how to work with yeah, it. Right. You made you know? it. You
0: made it as normal as possible because you got used to it. But you know what it is? Oh, I, I couldn't get used to it. Damn! Every time you get you and Georgie gave me pictures. I'm like,
1: what is this? <laughs> what color is that? Is that purple? That's purple.
0: <laughs> so, and then so that's
1: part one of of your your feelings you have but two cameras are getting to the point where they're so sharp and so crispy it's now a robotic look you don't get that generic number one look you used to get you from the old dslrs
0: did you see the picture of the girl on the tracks i did yes like when that popped up on my computer it it looked kind of like when i first started with canon the first time that i was you know seeing bokeh to film to crispiness to enough grain where it looked filmish to me it almost looked like medium formatty to me and uh i i brought that shot in and i was like so happy with it that the shot uh, then i did a shoot yesterday i brought the canon i didn't even bring the sony the sony was the backup i've gotten so spoiled by the eye autofocus that i had to work harder to move the focus point around (laughs) like if they could develop
1: a a dslr in 2020 that would have the eye autofocus and all that other stuff that you get the advantages from mirrorless i don't know if we wouldn't go back right i think i think your issue was never the weight was it
0: a little bit i was definitely getting back and risk things from shooting eight hour days yes Uh, but but yeah i could live i mean a robust body uh, man, you could drop that camera and nothing happens to it.
1: That's what it is. Like, I mean, when I sold my, my Nikon D800, it was so beat up. But the guy who took it was like, he was an expert. He's a professional. He was a former professional photographer. So he was so happy to have it. He's like, no, no, no. These are just like, you know, love marks. This is nothing. As long as this, the shutter looks great and the pictures coming out of it is all is all good. I don't care what the outside of the body looks like. And I'm like, all right,
0: well, t- give me your money and I'll give you this body. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. run it's funny I just tweeted out I, I have like I feel like I have cameras that are that can do what the others are doing like right now I'm using I'm recording this on the Sony A6400 and I don't think I'll get rid of that guy because this is a perfect little YouTube camera it has no record limit right now it says I can record for two hours and 27 minutes if I wanted to yes we, we'll just bore everyone to death that we'll give them the old <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> Filibuster. (laughs) Um, So, um, and the 5D Mark IV. Is its its value? You know what? That might be the that might be the sleeper camera of 2020, the 5D Mark IV. So when I was looking for the XT2, remember I was
1: having that whole uh, come to come the camera Jesus moment where I didn't know <laughs> what I wanted and, and what I needed to do. I started looking at the old Nikon D800s because I have I still have two Nikon lenses that oh. no one wanted to buy, and I stopped trying to sell. I have an old uh, 28 millimeter f two. And um, an old kit lens. lens, an old yeah. kit lens. Oh, it's uh, kit lens.
0: Okay,
1: it's like a, it was like a, the the original kit lens for the five thousand, which oh, wait, was like so an eighteen a, to fifty five. No, no, it, I have it's not
0: a prime. It's twenty eight to something.
1: No, no, I have a twenty eight f two prime. Oh, old, and then old the, old one. And then the second lens I have is the old 50, eight, fifteen to 80, eighteen to fifty five. You know, f seventeen point three plastic thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I was like looking like you know if I get a if I get a D eight hundred or D eight fifty for playtime, I'm not going to be carrying it all day. Won't weigh me down with the weight. It, it was heavy at, at events because you had it for eight hours with but a flash I'm,
0: on top. And, yeah, you know, oh yeah. forget
1: about it, and then a rogue bender on top of that flash, <laughs> ugh. and especially to the big t- whale yeah, tail t- ones, yeah, you know. Totally.
0: <laughs> It was like... To yeah. get to the other side of the room, you're like...
1: <laughs> you I, You always knew where I was. Like... Yeah. So anyway, so I, like, yeah. so I thought, you know what, maybe I'll go back home. And that's exactly what you experienced, what I thought I wanted to experience. You experienced the going back home by using your, your Mark IV again. Listen,
0: there's nothing wrong with... And I think you're doing it right. I th- I really think people always ask me, how come you don't use Fuji Film for your... Uh, I really think that you can have two systems. When you want higher quality, larger megapixels, full frame, low light, you have your one setup. And then you have these fun cameras, like the Ricoh GR3, the Fuji X-T20, X-T30, these small things to come out and enjoy photography. I I think that's great. My problem is I have the Canon 5D Mark IV, the Sony, which has been amazing for its autofocus. I've got so many hits. With that, you know, it's it's autofocus. There were more misses with the Canon. I was getting tired of missing because of the super speed of movement, you know, that I wanted to capture. Right. The autofocus was good, just not fast. Yeah. You really had to, you know, for the 5D Mark IV, you kind of have to use tricks. If you are doing people running and spinning and, you know, dresses going all over the place, you kind of have to um, just use tricks. You have to, you know... Uh,
1: what kind of events were you doing? Like
0: like Dragon Ball C fights and stuff? Like, <laughs> <Yes>. Rogan! <laughs> Rogan! <laughs> yeah. Totally. No, you know, I, I shoot fast, and, and not only is the person moving when I shoot, I move too. You know, I'm jumping and moving, and, and, my, and a lot of times I'm not looking through the viewfinder. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. easy if you're going to take a photograph and you're lined up, you're in the viewfinder, you pick your focus point, focus, shoot. But, like, what I'm doing is something's happening, and I run over, and I'm I'm just letting the camera, I'm back button, you know, I'm holding the camera um, at arm's length, so I'm not oh. looking in the viewfinder. I'm focusing uh, in a crowd, like my arm's in a circle or a horror or something, you know? The camera's oh. doing its own thing by itself. So, with the Sony, the Sony sees a face or an eye, and it it can shoot everyone, like, you know, around each other. yeah, And you get someone like really, but the Canon is like, what is that, a chandelier over there? You know what? This is not what you brought me here for. (laughs) I'm tired and old.
1: I want some more
0: cheese. You know, and so going back to the Nikon and also the the Canon R6, R5, I can't wait till those are released because in my eyes, I'm a little nervous because the Canon EOS R to me, was the perfect camera if it had dual if it had dual card slots. Like it's just that simple. If it had dual card slots, I could have lived with the little stupid slidey thing because it has the same sensor as the five D Mark IV. Uh, you know, but that that lack of joystick really—that serious. I could live with it, believe it or not. If uh, I got that sensor, and I'm in love with the sensor again. The shots I'm getting are like, oh. Film, listen, I, I looked at I looked at I looked at Canon
1: too when I was having the, this moment of mine because I just wanted something different and I was like, you know what? I've
0: already tried Fuji. I already know I like it. You, you know should what? just keep me... the yeah, keep the XT two. Like that's it with one or two lenses. Just stop. <laughs> I got a funny story to tell you. All right, what'd you get now? <laughs> All the lenses. <laughs> so I
1: um, listed the XT two. Right, the one I you bought... just got. Shh, shh, listen. I saw one. I saw one on eBay, an XT3 on eBay for seven hundred and fifty dollars from a person I purchased from in the past. Okay. I put my XT2 up and got six hundred dollars for it. You sold it already? I only paid four hundred dollars for it, so I I got six hundred dollars for it, (laughs) and (laughs) I and I'm waiting for my XT3 to come. No, really? Yes, yes. I got for I got for seven twenty five after it was all negotiated with tax. That's awesome. So uh, I wasn't getting rid of the XT2 until I saw a, a person who I v- used twice for lenses, and I respect his. No, his, that's uh, good. eBay, if it's a
0: reputable seller. Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
1: So yeah, I was very yeah. excited about that, but I wasn't going to tell you. But I'm like, you know what? Let him yell at me. It's okay.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, that's a good flip there. That's a good flip. I mean, if listen, I, I
1: made I made two hundred dollars on the on the XT2, and then you know I only ended up investing an additional one hundred twenty five dollars for
0: the XT3. That's cool. That gets that gets you Eterna Film Simulation. It gets you a tally light. You know, so the XT three, if you record video, you have a tally light now, which tells you it records. You also get better autofocus. 26 megapixels instead of 24. And I'm worried about the the the,
1: the trim I'm getting. I'm getting the the silver top yeah, trim. Yeah, that beard is getting long. <laughs> hey <laughs> I cut you in the face. <laughs> So, no, I've never had a, a non-all-black camera, so I'm wondering how that's going to go. Oh, what you, what, you like the one with the silver top? Well, that's what he had. I didn't, you know, there wasn't an option of... Oh, uh, so, yeah. So I'm, so, I'm getting the, the silver top one, yeah, which you, you, you tested. Yeah, I don't I don't like the look, so I'm going to have to, like, oh, cover here it with,
0: we like, go. Like, with that fake foam. <laughs> that camera's getting flipped in week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
1: god. I did the same thing with some lenses. Though, oh my god, I went through so many lenses in the last couple of weeks. It's not even. Funny. I see
0: your hashtags. Like, I see your pictures look great, and it's like he has the twenty three f two What the. So I
1: got the so I got the twenty three f two and the and the kit lens for the Fuji. What do you think of the kit I, lens? Are you a kit lens snob? I, I I love it. I don't take it with me when I when I go out to the streets. So you're because... a kit lens snob. Yes. No no no. I love it. Listen to the words I said. <laughs> I love it. But the, I've used let me rephrase that i haven't taken it with me the last four or five times i've gone out because have you known the last week and a half in new jersey the weather's been eh yeah totally so i don't i don't wear i don't take an umbrella i don't take a plastic bag to throw over my camera so i've been running only with the xt2 and the f the 23 f2 because i i'm comfortable that that they would make it through a, a rainstorm if we got stuck if I got stuck in one. Well, that's a good
0: point. Yeah, totally. But 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 I love the kit lens completely. Love the kit lens. Good good. Love it. Yeah, so what is, it. Um, uh Have you you've tried my fifty six one point two? That is a winner. I love your fifty six. I used it at, at a portrait shoot uh,
1: when I was going to do the eighty five Sony versus the Fuji fifty six, and I loved it. I, I actually presented some of the pictures I took with it to the client, so it actually worked out. I mean, so that's cool. It's amazing. The only thing is, is um, on the XT two, it did. Ha- I did. I did understand the focus concern that some people have about the speed of the focus. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't where I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss the shot. But it was like almost to that point where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what they're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, people have been doing, I'm, I'm receiving my XT4 uh, review unit from B&H this week. They were nice enough. I Ooh. called. I'm like, because we're going to Maine. And I said, you know, it'd be awesome if I had the XT4 for Maine to do some landscape so uh, I contacted them and super nice, super supportive. They're like, "Yep." They sent out the XT4 with a 16 to 80 lens, which I already tested. But uh, I'm excited for that camera to see um, its hybridness. You know, the the fact that it has a switch where you could just film, 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 film. Switch photo, photo, photo. Switch film, film. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, That's it's nice. it. They put a new switch on where all your movie settings are set. So you know, you can completely have your video settings and then go, so it's perfect if you wanna just do both, vlog and then shoot photos right away without flipping all your settings.
1: There's a guy in YouTube, uh, Denay something yeah. or other. He does, a Andrew, of, he does a lot of- Andrew, fruit. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was complaining about that when he got the X-T3. He's like, I love it, but I, I need something more hybrid like the xt 7 a because because he he he's the kind of guy that will be shooting and it needs the film yeah totally and he doesn't want to have to redo his settings which was the problem with all the Fuji bodies so that's good that
0: they did that because they're going to attract a lot more people with that I just remembered what I was going to say so why I was talking about the XT four the the you mentioned the autofocus and the XT two I'm seeing people's XT four videos and uh, they seem like the 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 focus has pretty good grab but Fuji will always be nervous it it like breathes a little mm-hmm. bit. And so mm-hmm. you see the background goes, uh, 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 uh. you know, yeah. you know, right now I'm filming on the A6400. It's got the box on my face and it doesn't move. Like it doesn't care that there's all these other shapes behind me because my head... And you have it on auto? I, right now I have it on uh, continuous focus. I don't have to manually focus yeah. or, you know, if I move... Hi. Oh, <laughs> I almost <laughs> dropped it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So in this episode, we are going to talk about bokeh. We're going to dedicate what is bokeh, how to get bokeh, and do you even need bokeh in your life? Yes, you do. <laughs> no. Episode and over. Goodbye, folks. Yeah, Good night, everyone. It yeah. it. Now, first of all, we should talk about, um, people need to stop saying bokeh, you Americans. Okay, bokeh. It's not bokeh. And uh, the reason I learned how to say it is because of Martin Bailey, who lives in Japan. He's, he's he was Where the word originates from. Exactly. He was born in, in England, but he's over there He's an English speaker. He's got an amazing podcast. You should check out his podcast. But Martin Bailey went, did a whole episode. He must have been fed up with like, hey, this bokeh looks great. Mm, I'm so boke. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, he basically went through a lesson. It's bokeh. Bokeh, K-E-H, bokeh. You sound like a, that speaking spell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bokeh,
1: bokeh. So what is
0: bokeh? So those of you that don't know, bokeh is the blurry or out of focus backgrounds uh, in your photograph. And uh, my first topic here, now Mo doesn't know what my list is. We, we decided to kind of just, you know, I was going to give him the script and, and our talking points, but here's talking point number one, buddy. Okay, to bokeh or not
1: it all depends in, in most cases if i'm uh there's there's cases for it in any type of photography i'm doing so if i'm doing portraits if i'm doing a business portrait which is a headshot yeah. i may not want a bokeh. i may want hey whatever's behind that person to be nice and crispy and sharp because it's a
0: business headshot yeah, you want to see if the, i'm doing yeah, you maybe want to see the lobby you want to see a little bit more of the of the, the logo, law office. Yeah. whatever's mm-hmm. going yeah
1: whatever's going on if if i if i'm shooting a uh, actors headshot. I may have some bokeh in the background if we're doing an outdoor one. Yeah. Um, if I'm doing landscape, if I'm uh, sorry, if I'm doing street photography and I want to just accentuate one of my uh, like a like a fire hydrant and I want everything else to fall off. Sure, I'll put a little bokeh on that. <laughs> or if I want the whole scene to be yeah, like a little butter, a little bokeh, a little mayo on the side. Yo, I'll take slap a yeah. little onion oh, on God. it. But that's the whole thing. And then, if I want the whole street to be in focus, so you can see the cop behind the fire hydrant, so so in every style, in every style of photography, there is a case for bokeh. <gasps> bokeh, <the> non-bokeh.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, you did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I did. I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off you and totally. I I think, I think uh, f- mostly for portraits, I want to you know sort of focus right on the person and make sure that they're the center of attention and use the other elements as um, accessories. So for a person, I always love where there's foreground bokeh and background bokeh, which is great. That That's one of mine of to bokeh. And just what Mo said, when I try to do street photography, where I'm trying to capture scenes of people, uh, bokeh is the last thing on my list. Like I really don't want it because I'm going to be missing the depth of person, scene, and store behind them. Let me just get everything because if you try to bokeh that, you're gonna, it, you're, gonna right. it right. you're gonna mess it up. You're yeah, gonna mess it up. Sometimes you're on a street, you don't have time to to get the bokeh out. You just gotta you know run and gun. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Now, with that said, if you you know you and I have talked about doing street photography with an eighty-five, if you're shooting down the street where there's distance, then it's really nice to capture a person doing something, and then the background city is like you know a painting behind it. That's kind of nice too.
1: It's like it's like a it's like fly paper with that eighty five. You get them, and now they're stuck in that bokeh world.
0: <laughs> that is a big clip, probably. Honestly. No, it's all right. All right, that's number one bullet. Good one. Number two, the second one. What do you think? Your first uh, look back to your first bokeh revelation. What was the first time you kind of were like, "Oh wow"? Can you remember?
1: Yes, 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 Georgie. <laughs> and I were in um, Empire Coffee in Hobo. Wow. I had just finished coming back from b photo. h Photo. You know what? I know they help you out and you're not sponsored by them, but they have some of the best, most patient customer service Hell people. yeah. In the world. All right, enough of that about that. But they're awesome. Shop at BH. <laughs> anyway, so I had just came back from BH. I, I told you this is uh, my first uh, uh, DSLR, was the Nikon D5000, and I just bought the 35 1.8. Oh, yeah. I remember that lens. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I took a picture of George drinking his coffee, and I looked at the back of the camera and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I needed a cigarette and a nap after seeing that picture. It was so awesome. Awesome! Yay. It was like, oh, my God! And I remember, like, it was Surprise. like you know, yeah. I, I, I even with my film days, when I had the old you know Minolta and stuff like that, I never knew about stopping down to f one point eight at back then or whatever the 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 lens had so when i was actually looking for the f1.8 on that 35 and i and i got it and they delivered i was like yeah it changed yeah you didn't life. want to
0: shoot 3.5 to 5.6 <laughs> you know i was like i just crazy glued it to yeah, 1.8 totally that's it i became a bokeh junkie for sure i'll give you two number one was my dad had here he is right here i always have this picture in front of my desk there's my dad with his yashica and so he he dad here had um, the Yashica, which I think went to like f two or something. But all the pictures of a lot of pictures of my sister and I, uh-huh. it, it's just us two and bokeh. Like so, I always always associate our old photographs with this like, uh, Vivian Mayer sort of um, you know we're sharp and the background is blurry. And I didn't experience it until I got the nifty fifty. It's kind of like the same as your, but I had it on a crop, so it was kind of like an 85, uh, 1.8, and that I was taking it. pictures of stuff, and I was like, wow, the background is just so dreamy. That was my first. So the 51.8 was my uh, number one book experience, but...
1: It changed your Totally, eyes. but
0: uh, really, I love the look of old film, uh, old street photography, like Vivian Mayer, uh, that the background is black and white and blurry and it's just you know, that's just beautiful. So all that Yashica and, and uh, Rolleiflex stuff that large format film stuff I love. Clear! Okay, so we have Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> the next topic is bokeh abuse. Mm. <laughs> Tony, Tony. Yes, exactly. I knew you would get it. Alright, have you been a victim Oh, or sorry, have you been guilty of Bokeh
1: abuse? Uh, I'm going to say no because I've never had lenses that allowed for that much bokeh. Oh, bokeh. So I think, I think, um, I'll be honest though, if I did, I probably would have been (laughs) an abuser of the bokeh. But uh, I think, you know, my 85 1.8 for the longest was the most bokeh inducing lens I had. And then, you know, so I, I never was able to completely make it look like it's a, a cell phone picture with the fake portrait <laughs> yes. look, you know? Oh, my gosh. But I definitely would not lie to you and say that I wouldn't have been guilty of it had oh, I had a okay. better so lenses. You are, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'm going
0: to say that, uh, first of all, those of you that didn't get the little reference here, uh, there's a YouTube channel called Camera Conspiracies. And uh, Casey, the person who, the the dude that runs the channel, just he's so ridiculous. He just makes you laugh like crazy. But uh, he was uh, making fun of Tony Northrup, which is another channel, because Tony Northrup loves to have the background be so melted when he does videos. (laughs) And then he did one video in particular where the background was just so blurry that uh, I think his eyes were clear, but his ears were (laughs) smudged.
1: (laughs) Everything was like...
0: (laughs) <laughs> like someone was erasing yeah, exactly. the film yeah. as he was <laughs> He was going go in it. and out of reality. It was like in incep- <laughs> yeah, like,
1: what is this? Like Dr. Yeah, Strange. So the lens back. that
0: he used, I definitely overboke it with, uh, the lens that he used was the RF 50 millimeter 1.2. And, uh, if you, <laughs> if you abuse that lens the wrong way, you're just going to get eyelashes, you know, eyelashes and focus and that's it. <laughs> so, uh, I've oh. over when I was very excited about bokeh with uh, eighty-five one point two, and um, so that brings us to our next topic: one point two versus one point eight. What do you think I mean there, buddy? All right, so uh, I'm going to say my experiences
1: are ranged to one point four. Again, I'm on a budget. No, but... no, no, but that, that's not what so, I meant by the bullet. One
0: point two versus one point eight. Are we going to see that much of a fall exactly, off of difference? Exactly, buddy. I knew what you would know. You know,
1: I, I think, I think yeah, yeah, you are. I think you are. I think, let's take one step okay. back. You, you and I are photographers. People watching and listening to us are very decent photographers. If anywhere from pro level to enthusiast yeah, yeah. level are listening to us right now or watching us, right? So they'll notice the Boca difference. Mom, who I just she gave a know. picture to. She will never notice the picture. She will not notice, and she'll say, hey, why is my bokeh not really
0: creamy here? (laughs) You know? No, she'd probably say what she would probably say is, like, what happened to the portrait mode? (laughs) You know, it's like, that's what people know now. (laughs) I'm going to agree and then be devil's advocate. So I totally agree with you that uh, most people that look at photos are not going to notice the bokeh. But a lot of us, because we watch side-by-side comparisons, can tell the difference. And I'll tell you where you notice the difference. Full length portraits at one point two. That means Mm. the photographer has to back up about ten feet, you know. Versus one point eight. Boy, the one point two man, that looks like large format film, crazy bokeh. And then one point eight at full length, you have nice bokeh, but it's not crazy bokeh. So I think that's where you notice it the most, you know. That comes into play.
1: Well, well, I guess we'll talk about later when it comes into play for. How to get your bokeh. That is on my
0: list. All right,
1: let's... So I I won't uh, comment on that now.
0: Oh, yeah, that's coming. That's coming. All right, so my next bullet is bokeh applications. So these could be kind of like... um, They become a little uh, cliche. So uh, where is bokeh kind of overused? I know one that is... um, You know, like when couples are, you know, like engagement shoots, people like are holding something up. And then in the background, they're bokeh kissing kind of thing. You know, like. yeah, I've done that. (laughs) Why are you calling out I didn't know you did that. Just be specking me like that, man. No, actually,
1: no, it's a a good, you know what? It's new to that couple, right? It's old to everybody else. Exactly. So so let's think of some stuff that is
0: over, over overdone, not overdone, but is a popular bokeh technique.
1: Obviously, you know, anything that you know that you're going to put, you're going to put a, a couple, a, an object, a subject in front of little disco that, lights in the background. That's on my list. That's on my list. Any kind of lights. So that you yeah, can purposely. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you know as a Boca whore <laughs> that your whole purpose is, oh, look,
0: there's lights over there. I'm going to put a couple balls. over there, even though this is an ugly yeah, background.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: an ugly background that I'm going to make beautiful. I think you photographers know, bring is. their own Christmas lights everywhere. Boca whores. But. <laughs> I have one back here that I turn oh, on for cool, videos. Oh, cool, cool. What so. I was going to say is, uh, yeah, that, that, that's when you know you have a problem when you're watching videos and you're like, this bokeh ball is smooth versus this bokeh ball that is light. <laughs> is that an onion? Exactly. Is that an onion? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like a lemony so, onion. <laughs>
0: uh, the other one I said that I have on my list, which is a cool application, that I actually coming bringing it back to Martin Bailey. Martin Bailey was one of the first photographers I saw do flowerscapes and flowerscapes are where there's usually one flower that is completely in focus and the bokeh of foreground. And that's a really cool look. So um, I'll put a picture up here if you're on the YouTube channel, but flowerscapes. Awesome. Macros. Hmm. Macro. And that's not
1: actually anyone's fault because the actual part of shooting macro is that you only have that thin line of focus, even if you're at f8 f11
0: you're still oh my god so
1: close to that
0: i don't know why subject. they don't why don't they make um you know cheaper macro lenses that start at 5.6 or 5.8 maybe they do but i'm always stopping down so much to just get the little you know the depth of field because they sell things to make money oh <laughs> yeah you're right you're right hey this one goes if, to
1: 2.8 yeah so if if people people who aren't knowledgeable are, are picking up a camera a lens because they're going to shoot macro for the first time and they think oh a 2.8 macro that's exactly what I need and that's exactly what they shoot it at too. Well I could also the, see
0: you know it could be dual purpose like you could use that 100 2.8 as a portrait lens too so you know. No no I'm talking about like the, the 50 2.8 where people will shoot a
1: macro picture at 2.8
0: Yeah yeah you're
1: right. And they wonder why the first claw of the spider is the only thing in focus. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, true, true. I
1: have one eye in focus. Does that count? Uh, there's eight.
0: There's eight. <laughs> <laughs> we need to put spider eye detection on. <laughs> uh, gosh. So uh oh. I have here on the list I have um yeah, how do you get bokeh for beginners? So there's so there's like two ways. So you give me one and I'll do the other. I think there's three,
1: so maybe we'll we'll see where we get through. Oh yeah. So the first way is if you don't have a macro lens, or I'm sorry, if you don't have a, a bokeh licious lens to begin with, One boy two. you take the camera and the lens on the camera and you get it as close to your subject as possible without creating distortion and staying within the minimal focus distance. Good point. So, closer to your camera lens is to your subject the more natural bokeh you're going to create because the camera is using all its focus power to pull that subject in which automatically creates the fall nice
0: good one so i've been, i've been surprised i've shot stuff at f4 and i'm like was this at f2 i'll see the metadata and it's an old lens i had like a 70 to 200 um you know that is that is uh, at f4 and i like can't believe so so that's number 1 number 2 is zooming your lens. I think a lot of photographers don't know that you can get blurry background if you just back up from your subject, don't shoot them at 24. You know, you, you don't put your lens at 24, back up and zoom it to 70, and you're gonna get more bokeh, you know? So zooming your lens is a good way to get bokeh. Back up and zoom.
1: So Omar's saying if you're using a 24 to 70, whatever your view from the lens at 24 is, Back up until you have that same Yeah, view exactly.
0: Exactly. So you have your field of view uh, be the same. Totally. So zoom and in.
1: Then, and then snap that picture. And then number three, which is the most obvious, yeah. is if you have an F1.2 lens.
0: Yeah, totally. right? Go The aperture on the spend lens. Spend $3,000 and you get 1.2. Right, spend, <laughs> give the kidney. <laughs> give the first no, puppy you know and what? the firstborn. You know what? Get some old... lenses, you know, if you get some old lenses and adapt them to your camera, look, the 56 1.2 for Fujifilm, this is the one lens that I feel gives me my full frame look. It's the only lens that does it. All the other ones are two, F2, F2, who wants F2? You shut your face. (laughs) Stop being disrespectful. Okay, cool. So that is how to get bokeh. Next um attack of the bokeh attack of the bokeh is when is bokeh your enemy meaning you didn't bokeh is your enemy
1: honestly again if if you're trying to tell a story uh bokeh bokeh is not something you want to have a lot of
0: i would say that bokeh may could get in the way if you're trying to show a whole scene right remember bokeh is for separation
1: isolation totally it's never it's never meant to be part of an inclusive story unless you're doing that stereotypical, this is my
0: rings, I'm the couple in the background. Yeah, you yeah. know. And the other myself, when I, I, I and I still do this because I'm an idiot, but when you have a group shot of people, three or more, well, unless you line everyone's noses up, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you really take care to make sure that everyone's kind of in the same plane. When people group up, a lot of times the people who flag on the sides get closer to your camera and like you're a moron you're focusing into the middle of the camera then the people on the end they're smiling and they're blurry as hell they're blurry as hell even if you're at f4 you still may not
1: be you still may not be opened up you may not be crunched up enough because yeah uh Isn't at that events crazy? yeah events, at events. you got you got you're always between f4 and 5.6 f4 5.6 yeah and because that happens you can't go with, any darker than that because it's too dark in those it's places it's too dark if it's exactly 6, you're
0: screwed so, you're, so the solution really is to try to back up, and you know when you back up, you increase your depth of field, and that will get people in focus. So, bokeh must be used responsibly. That's what it is. Like with great bokeh comes great responsibility. <laughs> Yo, merch, <laughs> merch, right there. <laughs> Bokeh. Make that t-shirt, T-Springs, hook hey, him up. I'm already, I'm brainstorming. We got like Tone face with great Tone. <laughs> that was great no, we, face. we can't steal his... No, we no,
1: we'll send, we'll send Casey some cuts. <laughs> we'll send him a little off
0: the top. <laughs> All right, so this episode was brought to you by Bokeh. Say it right. H. Yeah, you say it right, use it right. And uh, really, it's a beautiful technique but watch out for the uh, the tropes. I appreciate you guys listening,
1: watching, and we're gonna be here until uh, they let us out. <laughs> yeah,
0: actually, even then we might stay in. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we should start thinking about a distant episode.
1: You know what I was thinking about? I I've been doing all this microphone research. Our microphones are great for handheld purposes. Yeah, we should take we should take them out on the road one day.
0: We went Ooh. out, you know. The only thing we need to do is maybe film ourselves. But if we are we are a little separate um you know we don't have to wear masks or anything
1: or we could make get that nice 24 millimeter lens oh we could
0: be like yeah yeah we
1: could be on the outside edges as long as they hear us and then i cut it and they can see us and i cut it and i put us together that's it that's a lot of work don't don't volunteer for all that work so (laughs) You know
0: what? I'm sure our fans could open their eyes and just look at both sides of the... Monitor. Oh, we should mention that you have started your own little podcast. Do you want to mention that at all? you Are you dabbling in your own uh, little...
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I have the uh, Mo Speaks podcast where uh, I, exactly that's what it is. It's just me talking, Listen, it's about... Listen,
0: you, f- you sound so good. Like, your voice is great. I really think, yeah, like you should be audio only is what i'm saying (laughs) i got a face for audio only
1: (laughs) you are so disrespectful (laughs) so
0: disrespectful
1: see this this is another sign of how people are stronger on the internet than they are in purpose the person because i would choke him out right now oh my god i'd be so afraid i'd be so afraid Oh, man. anyway i love you man so, yeah the most speaks thing and uh, check it out it's i have uh, it's on my my youtube channel which i've actually been starting to put videos on it for the first few weeks here uh, like i said i had it for like 80 years and i think i have like four videos so don't don't expect too much out of it but yeah the, the mo i actually am recording my next podcast tonight so
0: oh i'm excited that's cool i'm i'm looking forward to that growing because i love listening to you man Mm, no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> well, these things uh, take time, and we just reached two thousand subscribers recently. No, I here. just mean
1: in perp- my whole life, no one else ever wants to hear me say oh, anything.
0: Right. Oh, I <laughs> like, shut said. up! I thought you meant I have like fifty Caya subscribers. callate la boca. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Ooh. Yep. Go. All
1: right. No. All right, guys. Thank I'll you for roll. stopping by. Okay. Are we? We're calm now. Yeah, we're calm. All right. Mm. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You listen.
0: You guys are why we do this because you guys are all awesome. Yeah, thanks for listening and for sharing and, um, yeah, for advertising on our channel. Yeah, just give us a call. All right, guys, we'll see you.